The ability to experience childbirth with ease, control, and effectiveness is possible by using the Alexander Technique. I'm Eileen Trobeman, and I've been teaching this effective technique for more than 30 years. This is Preggy Pals, Episode 36. Today we're continuing our series on childbirth preparation methods. The Alexander Technique may be a new concept for many of our moms-to-be, but the practice has been around for a long time. Eileen Troberman is an internationally recognized teacher of the Alexander Technique. Her practice is right here in the San Diego area. Eileen, welcome to Preggy Pals. Thank you, Sunny. I feel like you're so accomplished, Eileen. I go to your website, and you studied under the Dalai Lama. You've done all these amazing things that I'm just like, oh, Eileen, oh, Eileen. (laughs) Well, I would say in the Alexander Technique, in the field of movement education and movement awareness, I definitely, I've been studying it a long time. And what is your your background? Um, Because it said on your website that you came to the Alexander Technique through, um, was it acrobatics? Well, actually, really. Really through acting. Through acting, yes. okay. When I was younger. Okay. I haven't done it since. <laughs> <laughs> so how long? You've been teaching for over 30 years? Yes. yes. Wow. Yeah. So, so you know this technique pretty well, huh? Yes, I started studying it in 1978. Okay. Wow. Okay, so let, let's just dive into this. So um, what is the Alexander Technique? How would you explain it to someone who's never heard of it before? Well, we all have ways that we... We call it using our bodies, ways we hold our bodies and we don't even realize it. It seems like it's just us. You know, some people pull their shoulders in and up. Some people slump a little. Some people hold themselves up and stiffen. There's all kinds of different patterns. And and then there's patterns we use to get into movement. A lot of times if we're just going to get out of a chair, we'll tighten our neck and compress our head and body just to stand up. So there's these these habits of movement that we do. And then there's habits that just stay in our body because we're so used to them. And we carry those around, and those are all pressure and tension on our joints and pressure and tightness in our muscles. And we don't realize we're doing them, so we don't have as much ease in our muscles and freedom in our joints. And we also feel a lot of stress all the time with these habits, and we get they become our bottom line, our level that we're used to. So in the Alexander Technique, what you learn to do is you learn to undo those. You learn, to, uh, you learn a way you yourself can recognize them troubleshoot them and undo them so your normal level your bottom line becomes much easier much lighter much freer your stress level is easier yeah and we we mentioned i think in the intro that um you know some of our pregnant moms may have never heard of this because when we think of the standard you know childbirth preparation methods the alexander technique isn't always mentioned but it's something that you know it doesn't matter if you're pregnant it's something that people can continually use so so who primarily benefits from this i know we all can but who are the primary people that are using this most people come to it because of some kind of discomfort some uh, back pain, neck pain, shoulder tightness, uh, a lot of stress in their lives, poor posture, um, carpal tunnel, hip pain. People come uh, come to it for that reason quite often. And also performers, people, musicians come to it too. Once they learn to play their instrument, then it's up to how they can coordinate their body very easily and proficiently in terms of how well they play. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, I saw something on your website. And actors Again, also, it's very it's it's, it's uh, required at all the great acting schools around the world. Really? Yeah. 
And uh, so what I was saying is I saw on our website that Cirque du Soleil is yes. one of the... Now, have you taught them? Or you, I have, yes. That's amazing yeah. to me. I was just <laughs> like... Because cool. I view Cirque du Soleil as just like, hey, if I can get into the positions that Cirque du Soleil can, I could push this baby out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, hey, if, if, uh, if it's working for them, then maybe we should all kind of take a second look, right? <laughs> well, they're pretty, they're pretty flexible and they're great athletes to start with. Right. But this particular knowledge, once you learn it, it's so practical and obvious, but it's something that really people don't know yet. So it helps anyone, whether they're an incredible performer and really skilled in how they use their body, or if they're just an everyday average person. So in wow. anyone, it can make them feel lighter and easier, freer. Right. So maybe it goes without saying, but how can we apply this to labor and delivery? So uh, first of all, even in, in, if I can address now, applying it just to carrying the baby, just sure. to pregnancy. Yeah. Sure. So you see a lot of, uh, a lot of expectant mothers and often they're standing with their lower back arched and pushed forward and their spine compressed and it's just very uncomfortable to stand around. They get back pain. And, <laughs> the um, <laughs> panelists here in the studio are adjusting <laughs> their yeah, posture. Uh, Probably uh, Michelle too. <laughs> Or slumping a, a little forward at like bottom bra strap line that kind of dropping over from there too. Um, so it really affects how you can carry the baby. And yeah. it's, it's wonderful to do that with lightness and ease, lightness in your hips. It's great for the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, it works with your breathing and the ease of your breathing. So the baby's getting this nice kind of massage motion with the freedom of your breathing. Um, it, so it's really useful for how you carry the baby, how you move. And um, I'm, I'm going to get to labor and delivery, but actually it's very useful for after when you have the baby for what you do with nursing so you don't get a lot of neck strain and, and back strain with nursing, upper mm. back strain. Um, it's wonderful for the children because they're going to imitate you and how you use your body as they grow up. Oh, I know that. I've got a two-year-old yeah. that tries to imitate yeah. everything yeah. I do. Yeah. So you can really start them on good habits that way. So, um, And as far as labor and delivery... So it's uh, one of the ways it's very useful in labor and delivery is that it helps you have a certain ease even under that stress. Even with all that pain, it helps you have a way to let this, the pain disperse through your whole body so you're not kind of holding and trying to contain it. So it's actually less it moves out. Mm-hmm. And then you get the next wave and it moves out. But um, it also helps with, as you learn it before that, it helps with learning to widen with your hips very naturally, learning to have that ease and not tighten against it. Um, there's a, a an exercise we'll do for the members at the end called a mm-hmm. whispered awe, which is really useful for for delivery okay. and for labor. Um, it also actually, and I don't know if this is a coincidence, but twice I've worked with women with breech babies, and I've actually help the baby turn around, not by the traditional way, which often they're they're just pushed by the head. They're kind of pushed the shortest direction down and and around, and usually that compresses their head into their spine, which is just, as you probably learned as we talk, that's kind of the opposite of natural movement. Mm -hmm. And the babies are wired so much for natural movement. We all are, really. We just got it kind of covered up a bit, but (laughs) um, but the babies are so wired for that. And so, um, so just by a very, very slight, not a push at all, not even any pressure, a slight direction a suggestion of a release of the baby's head a little bit away from the top of its spine so that its whole body follows that. And twice the babies have turned around the next evening or so, just gone all the way up around and over following their head. 
hmm. letting their bodies follow their head, which is the natural way they're they're wired to move anyway. So right. I don't know if those those were coincidences or <laughs> <laughs> you know who knows. But um, yeah, yeah. Well, when your baby's turned around, I think you'll do anything to try to you know get it in the right <laughs> position. So. Yeah, for sure. So we, are we primarily talking about breathing when it comes to the Alexander Technique? Uh, no. 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 That, we talk about that, okay. but really it's a lot about just how to recognize what you're doing with your body. It's okay. like when the refrigerator's on or something and you hear it, you hear it turn on and then you don't hear it yeah, anymore. Yeah, you tune it, it out. Yeah. Our, our nervous system just recognizes difference. Hi, Michelle. Hi, yes. I had a question just on what you're just saying. I've read a little bit about this technique and I think it's amazing. So is it is it kind of like you're triggering your self awareness and then adjusting yourself to how you should be properly aligned? Is that kind of along the line? Yes, that's right, Michelle, but it's not really the traditional sense of adjusting yourself to how you should be aligned. It it, it does come out that way, but all of us kind of grow up with an idea of correcting our posture by overlaying some extra muscle effort to hold us in a better position to kind of sit up straight. So we're actually still doing the pulling down and the tightening and compressing. And then we add some pulls in another direction with another layer of muscles to supposedly correct that. And visually, it looks a little better, but you've actually added a whole other layer of tension with muscles that you actually need for your breathing and your movement that should be free, not for posture. My mom would always like whack me in the middle oh, of the back terrible. and like make me stand up straight and shoulders shoulders <laughs> oh, back no. and boobs out. And no. So really she was just putting another layer Basically. of everything yeah. on top of it. Mom, yeah. doing it all wrong. Yeah. And you, you'd be surprised shoulders back is, is really not the way to go. Yeah. They're not going to slump forward either. They're just going to release out and widen right. and... Okay, so if we end up using the Alexander Technique during, let's just say, labor and delivery, um, what results can we expect? I mean, are we talking about a pain-free labor? What it, what has been your experience? <laughs> you know, because that's what we want, right? Let's just be we real. Want, we want magic. <laughs> we want magic to happen. Um, but but what can women expect, I guess? I, well, I, I don't know that you can get a pain-free labor. <laughs> oh, darn. Darn. Okay. But, but you can have a much easier time with it. And you can have, you're not fighting against it. You understand what's happening with your body. You're really able to tune in to different aspects and really let things release. And you're able to relax through it, to really be calm through it. Mm -hmm. And you have a method that you're able to use to gain that calmness. And so whereas often uh, moms would just kind of tighten up a whole lot during the during the intense cramping, mm-hmm. there's a way you can actually learn to release through that. And then it just moves through you much more freely because even though it's one part cramping up, everything coordinates with it. So you're getting that whole coordination to ease with it. Okay. So um, it won't be, um, there's still still labor pains, <laughs> <laughs> but it makes it much easier and, and, um, and the delivery's easier. Uh-huh. You're just not fighting against it and tightening. You understand how to release. Right. You know, you've got that mental ability and that awareness of your body, so you can just do that. Yeah. So can this technique be used with other childbirth methods? Sure. Yeah. Any Anything. It can be used with anything. It's just really, it's so basic to everything. It's how you use your body when you're doing anything else. I just love that you can continue to use. I mean, I feel like there's so much buildup and we take these childbirth classes to learn how to give birth. You know what I mean? And then the birth is over and you're like, wow, I mean, maybe it worked. Okay. But I love that you can apply this in so many different ways. I don't hear about people doing hypnobirthing or, you know, the Bradley method outside of childbirth. 
So I almost, I, I like when things can be repurposed. <laughs> and I feel like I'm really getting my money out of something. <laughs> you would use this all your life, all yeah. your life, on into old age to improve how you move, to improve your lightness and yeah. ease. Even when you think you're just perfect and easy and light, you'll get lighter and easier. It's amazing. Right. It's an, a fascinating sense and ability that we have that we don't know about and we don't use. Right. Now, have there been studies um, to show how this has impacted, like, the medical condition of somebody? Like, over time, you know, well, what kind of changes could we expect if we use this throughout our lives, you know? Um, there haven't been too many studies of over time in terms of... Uh, in, in terms of medical studies, except for one, there was a very large back pain study in, done in Britain, and it was published in the British Medical Journal, I think, in August 2008, maybe a couple of years ago, maybe 2010. Okay. And it showed that the Alexander Technique was the most effective method for treating back pain, both long-term and both cost-efficient-wise. Um, so that was a really good thing. There's, yeah. um, there's been some other studies, but they're very specific to, uh, there's, it was a study of doctors doing, um, doing that, uh, microsurgery or whatever it's called, uh, um, doing that, uh, doing surgery. And not only did they have less back pain, but their surgery was more accurate. Okay. So, um, but what, what through just, uh, through observation, through many people that have studied this over the years, what you can expect is that you use your body well on into old age. So um, you, you learn to use your body in a way that you don't tend to get back pain, shoulder pain, tension, stress. You learn to use your body so that you move elegantly with grace. Just not on, not on purpose, but it just comes out of this. Right. That you have a, a nice ease of movement. And there are many ways that affects things. It's even interactions with people. If you learn to have that ease, other people pick that up because we imitate each other. There's oh, yeah. these things called mirror neurons they yeah. found in our brain that actually, that actually do the imitation. Everyone has that. And so you, people end up imitating you because you have more ease. You have a right. very clear concept of how to use your body. And so it's a very nice thing just to do for yeah. people. Yeah. But it feels very light. It has a, a kind of a hallmark sense of, of effortlessness <laughs> and kind of floating and ease when you're, you're very strong. You have a lot of power and strength because your muscles aren't being used for posture. Uh-huh. But you, you, yet you feel like you're just completely effort, effortless. You kind of float. Like you're weight, you weightless. Know, weightless. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the bones take the weight and they don't report weight. Oh. It's when we feel the stress on our joints, the pressure, the tightening, and the extra work of our muscles that right. we feel weight. Hmm. So what is needed to be successful, would you say, at the Alexander Technique? I mean, are there certain people that are better suited for it than others? <laughs> Just on well, their own personalities or something. That's what I'm thinking. Well, to you tell know? you, I was a very slow learner. You know, <laughs> I suppose I probably have one of the worst personalities for it, but I turned out all right. Um, <laughs> there are people that pick it up more quickly. There yeah. are people like me that are slower, maybe none as slow as I was. <laughs> Um, and, and I was very slow because even though I was told during these lessons, it's not a position. You don't put yourself in a position. You don't look for the feeling of always oh, in my head in the right place or does this mm-hmm. feel the right way? I was told this throughout my Alexander lessons, particularly in the beginning all the time. And yet I thought, well, maybe other people can just release their body up. But me, I'm going to need to find the better position. And, you yeah. know, if I could just remember what it felt like, I could do that again. So I was trying to feel it out and use my muscles. I was putting in muscle effort to yeah. do it, even though I was—I t- knew that was not the thing to do. 
So if somebody is actually can just switch their mind and just decide, no, I'm not going to put in any muscle effort. I'll just have a thought of this. They can do it pretty easily. I was just really stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, it turned out well for you. Yes. You now teach the <laughs> technique. Okay, well, when we come back, we're going to learn what to expect should you decide to study the Alexander Technique. We'll be right back. Eileen, let's talk more about the classes. You've been teaching for over 30 years now, these classes. Um, at what point, since we're talking to pregnant women, at what point in a pregnancy would you recommend someone to start taking these classes? Because I know you can use it throughout pregnancy. So maybe that's, you know, the moment you find out you're pregnant, this would be a good time. But then this, this technique is a little different because you can use it throughout life. So what would be your recommendation there? I would say starting as soon as possible. Okay. Whenever that is, it really is useful to just start as soon as possible so you have more tools throughout your pregnancy. Right. I mean, it's fine to start any time. I've had people start in the eighth month. That's a little late, but, <laughs> but it's it, they've had success with it. But it, it, it really is useful to start early on when you first find you're pregnant. Well, let's assume that someone wants to use it at least initially for labor and delivery. How long would you recommend that they take the class in order to properly prepare themselves for that experience? And again, this would be actually as soon as possible. The longer that you have experience with it, the more experience with it, the more ease you'll have in your body. Okay. These are, these are undoing habits and you'll undo a layer of habit and, you know, and that'll feel great and easy. Right. And then there's another layer. Right. And then there's another one. And so you just get so much better at doing it, and especially in a, in a, an emergency or a stressful kind of situation right. where you just really need to know it well to draw on it. Okay. It's really useful to have a little, as much experience as possible. Okay. There's no set, you know, this many times or, um, but the sooner the better. But you said for eight months that would probably be cutting it too close. So, I mean, is there a cutoff time that you would say, mm, you want to at least give yourself X amount of time? I know? think even having one lesson in it uh-huh. is, is useful. So, you know, in really? eight okay. months. But it's so much better if you can have more. Then one lesson in a way could do it. But people don't tend to really follow the instructions. It needs to set in it, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, people sort of get an idea and take shortcuts like I do when I was telling <laughs> you about it. You know, and so maybe it's a little better, but it's not really the ease that it could be. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about what people will experience in a class. So do people come in at various levels or are there specific start days? How does that work since this is an ongoing training process? Well, it's private lessons. It is private. I can do group classes, and I've done that, but it's very useful to have private lessons because you get all the individual time yourself, and you get your particular habits undone, and and then that guidance of, oh, wait, wait, you're doing it this way. You actually should do it this way. (laughs) Um, So uh, people come in, and... um, and right away, we start working with helping them have more ease in their walking and standing and bending and um, and just their understanding of how their body's put together, just their kind of map of their body. Um, we were talking earlier about about shoulders and arms. When we move our arms, a lot of times we end up tightening our shoulders to do it, and we kind of tighten our shoulders up into our neck. And we don't even realize if you ask someone where they think their shoulder, where they think their arms attached to their body by a joint. You know, if you ask someone to point, where is your arm attached to the main part of your trunk by a joint, either your ribs, spine, or head? And people will point way out at their shoulder. 
at the end of their shoulder, but really it's right there at our breastbone, at our sternum. It's right there, that one little joint. That's the only place our arm's attached by a joint, so there's a nice free movement once you understand that of how you use your arms. So there's all kinds of things like that that you learn to map out in your body so that you immediately move more easily because you have a much clearer idea of how your body's put together. Sure. And so, um, so we do that. There's a time that's done as a lying down part of the session. That's everyone's favorite time usually. <laughs> Does anyone fall asleep? <laughs> um, they kind of sometimes they'll drift off into kind of what I call the twilight zone. So sort of a dream state because it okay. feels really relaxing. So yeah. it, 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 it feels even better than a massage, but you're actually learning things. You're learning what you can do on your own. Okay. And, um, and you end up feeling light and easy after the session and, um, so that that's pretty much what a private lesson is like, and it 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 individual uh, it individualizes uh, just what what you need to learn. So if somebody comes in and they're really uh, because of the pregnancy, they're really dropping back. I mean, people tend to stand that way sometimes, pregnant or not. Right. But with the pregnancy, especially you know with the relaxing of the of the ligaments, mm-hmm. it's so important to learn this during pregnancy because it can affect you afterwards and how your joints are. Right. You know, if you're putting all that pressure on and using your body poorly, and then afterwards you've got joints that just don't quite, you know, they're not quite like they were before. Sure. So this way they can actually even end up better, which is a, a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so for pregnant women, would you recommend that they have a partner come in with them who might be part of the birthing process? Um, no, that's not necessary. So. It's not somebody's not going to be doing stuff to them or with them during that. Eileen, I was wondering, do all um, certified Alexander Technique instructors um, see the correlation with pregnancy or can can work with you in pregnancy? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Michelle, I know you were doing some research earlier on the Alexander Technique, and you know, here we are talking about childbirth and stuff, but there is another important element of another area of your life that can be improved with this technique. Yeah. So why don't you tell us more about that? <laughs> well, I was reading quite a bit about the benefits of um, the Alexander Technique in pregnancy, and I read a couple um, doctors um, actually commented they saw the most calm patients ever that had um, utilized the Alexander Technique. And one of the um, patients or women that wrote about it said she also benefited in her sex life moving forward (laughs) from using the Alexander Technique. So it really does seem like it's such an awesome lifestyle investment, um, like you're saying, Sunny, not just for um, childbirth, but um, moving forward. And I know for myself, I really want to stay calm and in control and, and feel like my body's working for me um, so that my doctors feel more confident about the situation and so they can trust my communication with them um, and that I can handle what's going on um, physically as, as well as emotionally. There's a, a process, and you'll see this in you'll see this in in toddlers. You'll see when they go to move. You know, at that age, they have these big heads. You know, <laughs> and what you'll see is their head will sort of float a little forward and up, and just slightly nod a bit forward, and that'll get them racing across the room. They'll start walking or running like that, or they'll bend. And there's a way that all vertebrates are wired to move that they're that's going on in the toddler, and that's that our neck releases which allows our head to float a little bit slightly knotted forward and up. That triggers a lengthening in our spine and a widening of our back, and that triggers a knee to release forward and a start of walking or both knees and bending 
or just standing easily. So that's wired in us to start movement. Animals do it. You see it, a cat or a dog, you, uh, they're sitting and they hear a loud sound. You can just see their neck release. Oh, and yeah. Their, their head goes up, their back lengthens and widens so they can move easily at their joints and look around and be prepared. <laughs> and we're just, we're wired for that. But we walk around in the opposite. We live our life sort of in the opposite, the, uh, the uh, startle pattern where our neck tightens and our head compresses down into the back of our spine (laughs) and our spine shortens and our back narrows and we stiffen our knees. And so, so this pattern of undoing that is just what naturally happens when you cancel that pattern of tightening. When you give a signal to, to cancel that, when you recognize it and cancel it, your neck will release and your head will float a little forward and up. It's kind of like our heads are, if they were football shaped and they were standing on end, you know, that kind of the top would lengthen that way. People think of their heads going up and often they bring their face up. <laughs> their whole head's <laughs> going back and down. Anyway, but um, that nice float of the head and that, that causes that whole trigger of the spine to just act in this natural coordination where it lengthens and your back widens um, and your breathing improves. So there is that, we, we teach that pattern to everyone. Okay. to how to do that. And you use that during during labor, during delivery, or during anything, to get out of a chair, to start to speak, to move. Mm-hmm. And and you start sort of seeing that. And you start seeing the opposite, too, quite often in people. So it makes it easy not to imitate that habit of tightening, mm-hmm. which we all tend to do. And it, so it's so great for the kids if you can do that for your children, if you can actually have that easy use of your body. They pick that up instead of the other thing when they want to imitate and feel like mom. (laughs) (laughs) Eileen, what resources would you recommend that our listeners check out? I mean, they're listening to this episode. Maybe they want some more information. Are there sites? Are there books? What what would you recommend? So um, on my site, I have some little instructional excerpts of videos. So just for free, you can just go. It's alexandertechniquesandiego.com, and that's all spelled out. Except for the dot, of course. <laughs> and, um, and if, and if you go to the video link, you can see those. And then, um, there's also, um, there's, uh, a book on pregnancy in Alexander. I brought it here. Oh. And it's by Alana Mockover and Angela and Jonathan Drake. There's a website you can go to look up a teacher in your area. Oh, what's that? It's amsatonline.org. 